0: This message was recorded live in front of a hotel room audience. Hey, Disaster Dad Nation, this is Rob calling live from our Disney family vacation. I'll be back in a couple episodes to talk to you about traveling with family at Disney.
1: Welcome to episode 17, that's right, we're almost into the, well we're in the double digits, but we're almost into the 20s now, it's close, we can round up now. I never really thought this would go past like 5, so the fact that we're at 17 is very exciting, so thank you for listening to us today. Uh, With me, this is Eric by the way, if you couldn't tell, with me I have Frank and Dan, as you heard in the earlier uh, uh, segment that uh, Disaster Rob is at Disaster Disney. And so he's unable to join us because he's causing multiple issues and doing who knows what someone does with Little Ones at Disney. I have not yet to experience
2: yeah, our, that. Our, our, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him during this difficult
0: time.
1: <laughs> you know, I hope they get all the Mickey pancake breakfast that they can handle at this point. Um, but so, uh, he's taking good notes and will fill us in later on, uh, some of the planning procedures, what they went through, uh, cause the Disney you do now is not the Disney that I remember as a child. I mean, you know, I did the experience as a kid, but now you get bracelet- bracelets, 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 wristlets, bracelets,
0: bracelets, and you fast
1: passes, bracelets, fast passes, packages, like where's the torment? Where's the, well, I mean, there's probably still torment, but. All of the pain and anguish that comes with a family trip to Disney and standing in line and siblings to poke and prod and get angry. I mean, if a Fast Pass gets rid of that, I think you're taking some of the experience away.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and bet that they're still standing in line. <laughs>
1: Probably.
0: Well, because you could only use a limited number of them, so you <laughs> are still standing in line. It's now made two lines.
1: <laughs> one for the FastPass Pass, <laughs> and one for the regular pass. But anyway, so Disaster Rob is there doing that right now. So again, thoughts and prayers with him. Uh, Disaster Joe is is dealing with disaster baby and so we're um you know wow downed by progeny yeah we're (laughs) we're giving him a night off he
2: uh let's clarify we're giving him we're giving him a shit ton of grief
1: yes
0: yes
2: and the night off because he was tweeting at us 20 minutes ago
1: but he wouldn't he wouldn't get to skype to you know verbalize those tweets so uh Go ahead and hit us up at Disaster Dads on Twitter, and we'll make sure your messages get to Disaster Joe to let him know that he's missing out on a good time. Um, so also check us out on the Facebooks at Disaster Dads, and um, visit us on the website, DisasterDads.com. Uh, also, if you haven't, um, we have a couple reviews for our, our wonderful podcast and show on iTunes. So uh, go ahead and visit cool. us there at the iTunes. Uh, drop in a review and a rank. Um, look forward to... To adding your commentary to us and um, to whoever um, Francis Frog is, love that you're tweeting us. I That's think my, you, uh, it's one of my homies. Uh, it's one of Disaster Dan's homies. I think you are in Thailand or somewhere right now, and I love that you're comparing the. The comments that we have with your experiences abroad, uh, I think that's kind of a. For, I'm finding those very entertaining, and I appreciate that you're trying to apply the life lessons and the gift of knowledge that we're presenting to you uh, to your experiences in Thailand. So. Uh, I
0: hope that the uh, the episode with Jay uh, helped her out quite a bit.
1: Well, we can hope so. I hope all the episodes help out. I hope space weather. As we, and quick, quick space weather aside, we are coming into a um, a sun low. There's actually a real term for it, and I can't think of it at this moment. Uh, But we're coming to the the bottom of the 11-year cycle. And so this is the longest we've gone right now. Um, without a sunspot uh, for like over five years you know oh my God. i know i don't know how a long how long that long is but that's what i read today it's the longest time we've had so i'm expecting a hey, giant should, sunspot. Hey, we do
2: another space
0: weather episode
1: yes yes we should that is an amazing idea dan and i will take you up on that
0: i just read this article somewhere the other day and i was like i i i gotta bring this up in the podcast but you beat me to it Now they they can they're going to be able to research off of the fact that the sun has has no uh, low sunspots for the first time in how many of our years? I know
1: it's it's crazy.
0: So fascinating.
1: We are on the cutting edge of scientific and sun knowledge, Dan. So don't knock it so much. Uh Uh, For our our audio listeners at this visual medium. I wish I could describe the face that Dan is making, but it's very—it's a combination of constipated and upset. It's hard to tell with the beard; it's it's all blended together. But, but so, anyways, space weather aside,
2: um, Don't worry, I've had my coffee today. It's just upset.
1: <laughs> That's good. Uh, so, but this episode, we wanted to um, have a quick little episode to talk about um, uh, some tornadoes because. You know, one of our favorites, uh, Bill Paxton, not Pullman. Bill Paxton, you guys are just staring uh-huh. at me. Did I okay? It's like I had I I thought I remembered. Bill Paxton passed away. He is uh-huh. he is a favorite of ours, and we were just before t- uh, the hey, episode started Dylan talking Mac- about some of his. Dylan
2: McDermott passed away, or was it? Dor, well, what's God damn it? What's the other one? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Rooney That's the other one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> so one of our favorites, Bill Paxton, passed away, and so we decided to um, make our second movie review for the next episode. Will be Twister. So send us some of your comments and things you want us to look into on Twister. So in preparation, we're just giving the store away on that one. Yeah. No, no, no. no. We're we're not talking about anything else. The, I'm not going to surprise them with that They can give us information They can review uh-huh. it with us And listen uh-huh. along As you know Be prepared As we discuss Fair point the
2: Fair point Fair so, point
1: So for this one though We'll go on the more actual Real scientific uh, Base of tornadoes um, And No uh,
2: well, oh, our, our this song. podcast. I thought you meant for this movie. No, no, for no. For that movie, for, because no, that movie no, no, no.
1: is... No, this, this, not- episode, this episode of our podcast is going to be more of the scientific basis of tornadoes. And when I say scientific basis, I mean between the three of us, we know how to write a P, an H, and a D. So that's about as scientific as we can get. So we're going to talk about <laughs> what... Um, what little we know about tornadoes, but also recently in the Commonwealth of Virginia, they just held a tornado drill, and so um, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and I, I want to uh, hit up Frank for just some of his perspective on what they do possibly within the academic realm if they join in on some of this and some of the plans and maybe what they do in the schools. I know we've talked about some of that with schools before. Um, but Yeah, so.
0: we um, so in Virginia it was on the 21st of Statewide at 945 was the uh, the time to, to participate in the tornado drill um, for the state of Virginia. And um, all of our schools throughout our district participated um, in that. Our central office, all our administrative buildings, uh, participated in that. So we made sure that we, you know, got away from the windows, got into interior spaces. You know, the whole drill took about four minutes. Yep. Students got into interior spaces as well, so...
1: Now, in advance Wait. of the drill, like, do you guys give anything to students so they know what to do, or is it just kind of at the appointed hour, teachers do the thing and they tell the kids where to go without a lot of background information?
0: Um, usually, it depends. Um, you know, for for the standard fire drills like that, they do prep them um, and the students do it often enough where they know where to go. For the tornado drills, there's a little bit of both uh, pre planning to let them know that it you know, the, this tornado drill's coming up, um, especially the morning of, you can walk into schools and see a sign at the front school saying, and the front lobby saying, today's a tornado drill. Um, and they do kind of walk them through it, and then at the actual drill, the teachers and, and staff are helping the kids move into the, the safe spaces.
1: Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, do the kids just follow along, or do they actually know why they're, you know, going to the center of the building, you know, I mean, especially for the younger ones. I know... You know the teenage years. You don't care what why is, and they don't. They just don't want you to tell them to do something. But, like the, you know, do they know why they're doing what they're doing? So that if they're not in school, they can kind of apply that knowledge somewhere else.
0: Yeah, they do. They know. It. We we make sure we tell them at all all levels that they we're, were doing some sort of evacuation drill or emergency preparedness drill, so they don't, they know it's coming.
1: Cool. Is that coordinated through like the? Um, your local office of emergency management or do you you know do you have an emergency manager for the for your district that kind of does all the coordination on that
0: we specifically have a a emergency manager that coordinates that through um um, our central office and it's disseminated through the schools and and they'll be out randomly at schools throughout the throughout the morning um seeing how the schools handle it um also our office of oem gets out there too and, and and we'll help out picking a school and going to them and just seeing how it's how it's working, how the students and the staff are, are actually handling it. Um, okay. So it's kind of a joint effort. But we ha- we do have our own emergency manager.
1: Cool. Yeah, I just uh, I mean, I saw uh, I saw the tweets going on about it. Um, and before the episode, I didn't get a chance to look. But uh, Dan and Frank, let me know. It was more the twenty first was a vir- kind of a Virginia spe- uh, Virginia specific thing. It wasn't really a nationwide call for uh, tornado drill, tornado prep. So I'm curious, like why Virginia picked the 21st, like, if that's just their day, they spread it out, Um, you know, just, if you know, hit us up a note, because it was an interesting, I mean, good for them to do it, it was a nice day to do it, you know, but uh, I was just curious why that day. Uh, I know we're getting into an earlier tornado season, it seems like every year it seems to be happening a little bit earlier and earlier, Um, but this year we found an article that we – we're kind of basing some of our, you know, some of this episode on that stated that this tornado season is going to be one of the most prolific in, you know, over five years. Um, just because we've had a nice, excellent job, buddy. Uh, since we've had a much warmer um, start of the year, even though it went warm, got cold, it's just been kind of a fluctuating year um, that we're going to be getting more tornadoes kicking in this year um you know that would i don't know
0: part of it I, has to do too with the fact that the the waters in the gulf are are a lot warmer than they normally are at this time of year so that's gonna make for some more explosive storms especially through the southern part of the country
1: yeah the article and this will be in the show notes the article had stated that there was a you know a tornado outbreak they called it and in, in mid to late january For some reason, I never think of January as like a tornado month. So that just kind of threw me off a little bit. Do you guys think... I mean, do you think
2: tornadoes... So I grew up in New England. I have no familiarity with tornadoes. (laughs) My basic understanding is that when two thunderstorms love each other very, very much, sometimes they make a tornado.
0: And that's a lot more understanding (laughs) than what I have.
1: (laughs) Do they have to date a little bit before they make the baby tornado? Or is it just... I mean, who who's asking? <laughs> <Your> <laughs> if child. this is
2: for our younger listeners, then yeah, they got somebody's got to put a ring on it first.
1: <laughs> so, so I just it was surprising to me to hear you know, an increase in tornadoes in, in January. I never just really think of January as as a tornado month, but um, like Frank said, yeah, the Gulf is getting warmer. Um, we have just in general some more warmer water temperatures feeding some of these currents, um, that are going to be, you know, making things a lot more active, uh, active than usual. So, um, I don't know. I find it very interesting that a little, well, I know it's not a little, but that a little bit of warmer water can make such a dramatic impact, you know, months later, or whatever, in the middle of the country with a tornado I mean, we were joking about space weather and science, but that's, I mean, you know, the science involved in that and how that all works is amazing to me. Oh, come on. Come on. You don't think so?
0: <laughs> he said he said the magic word, space right. weather.
1: Well, <laughs> everything does come back to space weather. You have to agree to that, don't you? I mean, you don't well, have to agree with it. Get your tinfoil really hat not. on. Get your tinfoil hat on. You'll be fine. Take the tinfoil off my helmet, and I regret that decision. You <laughs> <laughs> inoculate yourself from the rest of the the episodes. Um, but no, so you know, what do you? I mean, yeah, we all didn't really grow up in areas that were were tornado prone, but Virginia's been known to have them. Um, mm-hmm. Where we, you know, not necessarily where we live, because of the you know the the urban heat island that we have called the district of columbia it kind of helps create that bubble where we don't get much snow in this area we don't get you know this year we didn't get much snow um we don't get some of these crazy weather patterns
0: we will get them microburst too which can be just as can just be just as devastating for a smaller area than than a tornado is for a larger area
1: can you describe a microburst I've heard it, but I don't necessarily know what it is.
0: It's really just a, a fast-moving um, storm cell that comes through with a lot of wind. Yeah, um, has a lot of the characteristics of a tornado, but doesn't it doesn't develop fully as a tornado does.
1: Now, I will say this: I did learn what a derecho was a few years ago, um, and I know that some of the patterns that help develop uh tornadoes can also bring Doratio derecho, in. Um mm-hmm. but I haven't found any articles talking about that. But do you guys remember that one that, when did that come through? Is that like os? Oh, oh, it was more recent
0: than that. It was like four or five years ago. Yeah. Six yeah, years yeah. ago. Came through in July.
1: Yeah, oh, I remember it was like fourth of July weekend. We were without power for seven days and um it was kinda of ridiculous. But um but i know some of the same weather patterns and they can just come in those the that's hurricane force and by the way
2: it's the derecho derecho or a derecho,
1: depending on
0: all i know is port city had a pretty good beer because of that
1: that's right yeah yeah uh, derecho oh that would be that's how we'll know we have to add one year to whatever uh, release it is in and in, uh, in july and that'll be how many years ago it was yeah it was mm-hmm. uh They lost power, couldn't get their generators to work, and the beer um, fermented for just like a few extra days. got warmer than it should have, and they turned it into a California Common, I think is what it's really called, but they called it derecho common. Pretty good. Yep. That's a
0: good way to say it. Derecho.
1: Derecho. Derecho (laughs) Derecho common. 2012. Um, 2012, okay. Um, So they turned it into a pretty good beer. I mean, it was a – I think it was a, a nice way to save, you know, because they were they were a young brewery at that time, and you mm-hmm. know, losing a losing their whole, you know, product would have been kind of problem.
2: I, uh, a problem. My train, my commute, my commuter train, my light rail train goes right past their brewery every morning.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I took uh, I took Rob on a date there just after they opened up. It was a nice man <laughs> date in the afternoon. The,
2: the brewery or Rob. <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> both oh god
1: yeah, that, so, so I didn't even, they just showed up on like uh they were just opening up so we went there like the opening weekend and got growlers filled up now they're like popular super popular they're good
0: covered.
1: yep well deserved listeners if you have never had a port city I recommend it their distribution is getting wider and greater so you'll get them outside of the uh um uh, District Northern Virginia area, but anyways uh, so so this article just kind of led the route down the route of where there could be more intense spring storms this year, more rain, all of those kind of things, stronger winds um, and we've we've been having a weird past month, I would say where it got really warm for a while. all the flowers came out like it was starting to look like spring, and then it went to the the teens. Winter mm-hmm. is coming. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, so firstly, first day of spring or whatever, but we went into the – like the teens got very cold. So now I, the cherry blossoms, I haven't looked at them. Have you guys gone to see what they look like yet?
2: No. no, but I heard one of the weather guys on the news this morning freaking out about them.
1: Oh, yeah? What about
2: Yeah. I can't. I don't know. Something about <laughs> the color. They're all, all going to die or maybe some of them aren't going to
1: die or they're all dead already. I don't know. Who cares? The flowers. I don't, know, I don't give a shit. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't. They're not on my top priority list, but yeah, no, I had heard that. Um, you know, they came out, looked great, had this freeze that came through, and now so they're gonna do all those cherry blossom festival, all those kind of things that they do around here, but they're not gonna have the same kind of, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, same kind of showing as before. But so the yep. weather, the weather's been kind of weird, and it's just gonna get uh, a little weirder. So we were supposed to have a strong winter, didn't, didn't really. Show itself too much Do you think with all these predictions of a stronger Tornado season, uh, kind of a Wetter spring, all that kind of stuff Do you think that's going to come through too? Just based on our vast depth of Scientific knowledge we carry
0: We have to consult the Farmer's Almanac But anything's possible Is
1: that still made? Yeah Really? The mm-hmm. the Ben Franklin Whatever, Farmer's Almanac wasn't, it, yep. wasn't he the one that started it? Poor Richard's hmm Nice. I didn't know that was still made.
0: It is. Okay. That was a longer
1: conversation than the Farmer's Almanac's had in a long time. So uh, if you're looking uh, to sponsor a show, Farmer's Almanac, we're here for you. Uh, and sure <laughs> hasn't come through yet, you know. Yeah. I'm, so- oh, I'm sorry, Dan. I know. I stepped on your toes. You're our marketing director for the podcast.
2: Uh, well, given the, the uh, success of my efforts so far, I think <laughs> step away.
1: You are trying, but that's the important part. Um, So, anyways, you know, we see that there is going to be probably greater number of tornadoes. Could be more of interest in winter. So, in terms of that, you know, we wanted to talk about tornadoes, so we could kind of just say we talked about real tornadoes before we talk about fake tornadoes when we uh, review Twister for the next episode. But uh, you know, get your get your yards ready if it is going to be a wetter winter. Uh, I have not seen with the Farmers Almanac. Uh, you know, has put out about any of this, so you know, maybe need to check that out. But we've talked about in previous episodes about how to prep your house for winter, how to prep your house for spring. Um, I know Disaster Dan and Disaster Rob, oh, even even Frank, you have some pretty entertaining uh, when water gets into your basement stories um, and and leaks and nature of that. So that might be something we will uh, will address in a future episode because. Uh, I know that I've at least gone over to Rob's house and climbed on the, his roof during a, a storm to clean out a gutter because something broke. I know that Dan had a swimming pool in his backyard and in his basement, so uh, and Frank has had, like, five different Well, yeah, the one in the
2: backyard intentional, but yeah. <laughs> well,
1: yes, yeah. One real one, one fake one. Um, but so that might be something we'll talk about later, just like uh, – because each one was – I, knowing just a little bits I do each one was different issues, but uh, if you haven't you know go through your yard, get ready for a possibly wetter winter uh, things to look forward. We'll talk about a little bit of winter or um, not winter a wetter spring. We'll talk about some spring prep in a later episode because um, yep. we've all had some issues to deal with that but uh, you know with that we wanted to just have a quick episode. We've got some travel going on so we're together when we can, which is why we're missing disaster Robin Joe. Um, but they are with us in spirit. I am very appreciative of Frank and Dan uh, joining me for a drink and a very quick chat about what little we actually know about tornadoes, uh, since none of us actually grew up anywhere near tornadoes and had anything to do with it. But it was an interesting article, and it's our podcast. By God, we can talk about whatever we want to. So uh, with that, we panics. so you don't have to. Thanks a lot. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs> Yeah, the ones where we don't prepare. Yeah. <laughs>